welcome back to the second part of our conversation around the future of digital fire safety services. In the first part of this discussion, Ruth, Miguel and myself talked about what the future of these digital fire safety services could look like. In this second half, we really dive into the details around the technologies and some of the features and functionalities that you can expect. We have talked a lot about a specific piece of fire safety services. We've talked a lot about detection, as you mentioned. And what we all know is one, fire safety is much more than this. Uh, there are many, many different aspects that, that create a, a really a fire safety system. But also within a building, there are many systems. And what we also recognize through this journey in, in every industry, but certainly within ours in, the, in this building and operational technology industry is, is when uh, one discipline or one piece of, of that, that larger system is, is heavily digitalized, but another piece is not, this still creates barriers, this still creates challenges. So I wanted to, to pass to you, Miguel, and ask to elaborate a little bit on what Rude just, just mentioned. When, when we're already taking great steps, you've described and given us insight into, into what's happening today, what will happen tomorrow, specifically around this detection world, what's happening around it when we talk about fire safety, but the other systems in that, that overarching fire safety solution, uh, are we also seeing opportunities and also taking steps in those spaces to, to drive digitalization and, and find more and more value for, for a customer, for an operator across the entire solution? We, we are looking at the customer as a whole building or operation from the fire point of view. That's uh, for us uh, an entity, a whole combination of different systems. So we're, we're not only trying to make the operation and the building more resilient from the fire alarm and fire detection point of view, so avoiding false alarms and recognizing uh, things that can be improved in the in the programming of the of the systems. We are also looking at all of the other disciplines around the building. We are looking at uh, sprinklers and we are trying to bring uh, sprinklers into the digital uh, suite of products that we have. We are looking at gas extinguishing and, and bringing that to uh, also to our uh, digital portfolio. So let, let, me, let me give you a few examples here. We are working on technologies uh, for a sprinkler. It's called a smart sprinkler, where we'll be monitoring pressure, temperature, vibration, um, position of valves, and making not only the, the health check, but also understanding if that pump is running in, in the proper way, at the right rhythm, not doing any short cycles that might end the, the life of the, of the pump in, in, in a few days or weeks. So we are predicting failures that on the one hand side would, would cause a, a big business interruption for the customer, but also very expensive repairs. So having that health check on sprinkler systems can avoid very, very costly uh, repairs for water damage, for repair, very expensive parts. And, you know, this is, this is technology that uh, first we have it available in, in the US today. And we are planning of bringing that uh, smart sprinkler suite into all of the rest of the world in the coming 12 to 18 months. On gas extinguishing side, also, also a key technology in, in many or most of our industrial customers, you know, those, 
gas extinguishing systems, they, they need to be ready to operate at any time, at any moment. And today, the, the supervision and the health check on those systems is, is low to nothing. So we're bringing a, a suite of products, very easy to install in, in an existing system, so retrofitting, or very easy to install in a new system. And that will monitor pressure, temperature on each of the cylinders and not only tell us if, if something uh, is wrong, but all, also it's going to tell us if something will fail. So we're, we're in, in the position now to detect micro leaks. And uh, if you detect a micro leak in one of those systems, it's, it's a small one hour repair compared to a few days of um, interruption by going there, exchanging a heavy, big, high pressure uh, cylinder, uh, refilling, bringing it back, recommissioning that. So in through that, uh, you know, health check that everything is running fine, but also analyzing when when things uh, start to deviate and, and, and prevent the failure, we, we're going to save a lot of money and we're going to also be able to, um, you know, increase the, the 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 business continuity and the and the time to repair and those technologies significantly it doesn't end there so we're also looking at a, a number of digital technologies that will help us look at the other parts of the, of the buildings like uh, you know smoke extract uh, smoke uh, extraction in buildings um, flap controls all of the other interaction with the other parts of, of the buildings like uh, elevators, access control, will have digital technology to not only make sure everything's working fine, but also the planned interactions are ready to operate in, in a case of a fire event. Thanks for the examples. And, and I think that last point that you brought as well is this is one of those benefits. When we digitalize, when we leverage these technologies, and this, this application is across these different systems, those planned reactions, those abilities for different systems to operate together and behave in a certain way, depending on, on an event or, or a requirement, become so much more powerful than, than you know, the past, which was uh, there was a fire alarm, so there was a single digital output, and that digital output went to three places, and they did the same thing no matter what was behind it. So I think that's the that, that multiplier. And, and I think there's there's one aspect that we we are understanding uh, better every day, and uh, this is the dynamic of the buildings. So our systems are commissioned in a building, and they probably stay there by for 15, 20, 25 years. But the buildings are dynamic. So every every few years there is a change. No matter what type of customer, it can be commercial building, it can be a hospital, it can be a factory, the distribution of processes changes. That changes the use of the rooms. And that makes that the, the way our technologies interact in, in those rooms also changes. So before, it, it needed somebody to realize that the, that the use of a certain room had changed in order to do a reprogramming, a recommissioning, or even an exchange of the type of detection technology that we were using. Today, we can analyze data and understand that. Because if you if you have repetitive level one danger in a zone, 
and you have a patent because we will be recognizing not only that that is happening, but also uh, when is that happening? That, that is Tuesday's afternoon. So we will be able to consult the customer. Have you changed the use of that room? Because we are seeing an increased danger level on Tuesdays. Ah, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's our, our loading bay. And probably that's the diesel from the engine offloading goods on Tuesday. Yeah, why why don't we change the programming there or we, we, we can suggest a different type of detector? So in every one of those analysis of data, we make the building more resilient. And that is value for the building owner, for the facility manager, for everybody. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, I guess, Miguel. And, and even your, your example of what it used to be in the past is, is, a, is a very uh, positive way to look at it. I think in most cases, it doesn't matter over those 20 years how many times the function of the building has changed. Uh, often the systems are not touched. Uh, so, so you have something built and, and deployed and commissioned to, to do uh, a function in a room which it might not have done for 20 years. Uh, and... And having that ability just means that there is an opportunity to take action, as you mentioned, and identify changes without everyone having to think and spend the time to say what needs to change, what needs to move, which is a, which is a big step. Uh, Miguel Rood, th- thank you so much. It's been a great conversation. Uh, I really enjoyed hearing a little bit about what comes next and also the, the opportunity that comes when we extend that digitalization across the different systems. I wanted to finish with the last question to you, Rude, and it's around services. I want to take the opportunity because uh, often as an industry, often in, in this podcast, in, in many cases, we talk a lot about new buildings. We talk a lot about new technologies. We talk a lot about uh, the latest, the greatest thing, but we don't often talk or spend the time to talk around services and operation where you, you build a building that takes a, a few years, but uh, for the next 25, 30 years, like Miguel mentioned before, uh, maintenance and service is what keeps these buildings uh, in operation. So I wanted to to give you an opportunity, let's say, as, as someone that that represents this this service world that, that, that um, recognizes the value of service, to just finish us with a little bit of insight or, or, or anything you have to add around around the importance of service and, and the goal that service brings to the to the table for those customers? Yeah, so first of all, John, it's correct yeah, what you're saying. Yeah? So it's from a, it's a solution-minded approach. Uh, we are um, turning the, uh, the company into a more service-minded uh, company. And we do that also with a certain purpose. Uh, so it's just if we listen to our customers, it's it's the piece of technology that needs to contribute to achieve a certain goal. By listening to their goals, what do you want to achieve? What are your challenges today? They talk vertically independent. They talk about, you know, uh, within FIRE, about business continuity and fulfilling compliance and all that kind of stuff. That is all about service. So it's just the initial piece of technology, of course, that you need to put into the building to enable that. Um, but over the entire life cycle, we all know that that's just 20% of the spending. The 80% spending, if you consider the entire life cycle, is within that maintenance perspective. So <clears throat> that it totally makes sense that, that customers are um, mainly talking about the challenges within that 80% range. And not only there from a cost point of view, but also you know in these compliance issues and safety issues, an entire life cycle, this is where we are able to contribute um, and, and, and offer value for our customers. 
let me just finalize also with, with, with one example there. Yeah? When we talk about fire, we talk about a certain responsibility, a big responsibility for our customers. We are aware of that. You need to make sure that your building is safe. You need to make sure that you uh, ensure your business continuity, whatever that is. You need to make sure that you are compliant. Otherwise, you run into uh, even other challenges. Now, <clears throat> in today's situation, the customer is responsible for that. Yeah? And they were always looking for a partner, a service partner, who could facilitate and support them with that. It was always a challenge because when I got these questions uh, being asked, how are you able to support us? We were talking about saying, well, we come regularly on site or we do um, co preventive, corrective maintenance of actions. But the responsibility always remains at customer side because they are present. They are yeah, on site in, the, in their building. Now, with this whole digital journey um, that offers massive opportunities also to take over that responsibility more and more for our customers. That basically means we are 365 days per year on site, virtually. We are continuously analyzing their data. We are always there. So it's a kind of a virtual facility management role that we could even potentially take in the future, offering even more value for our customers and let them focus on their core business and let us to take care of the entire fire safety um, and compliance and all the aspects around that by leveraging on digital, by enabling, enabled by all the technology that we are bringing in. So, I mean, it's for, for, for me, it's, it's really all about service, John. This is, this is the future for, for Siemens, and this is where I'm 100% convinced that this is where we are able to offer real value for our customers. A, a great way to finish, and, and I feel the passion coming from both of you in, in this space, and I think that reflects the excitement, but also exactly like you described, the importance, the, the impact that's, that's possible through this, this, this extended period, the full life cycle. So I appreciate the, the insights into the fire safety world, but also in general to, to have a bit of a conversation around service, where, as I mentioned, it's probably an area where we, we don't talk about enough in, in this operation phase. We don't talk enough about the importance, the impact, the opportunity that comes with maintenance for for the industry in general um hey a huge thank you rude miguel thanks so much for joining us and thanks so much for sharing your your insights today and a big thank you out to there to everyone who's listening watching uh, remember to like comment share these episodes remember to subscribe wherever you found this conversation and also keep your eyes open for anything coming every other week or so um, at least leading up to the summer in the northern part of the world uh, we will take a little bit of a break. Uh, but also remember, we are not short of things that have come before us. Uh, as we mentioned, there has been a previous conversation together with Rudy Miguel uh, talking a little bit about uh, what are some of the new things already happening in the fire safety service industry. So always take the opportunity, if you haven't heard that already, to check it out. Uh, but until then, until the next time, uh, please uh, stay safe, enjoy, and we'll see you very soon. Thank you. <music>